Hey y'all, hey, it is Lolita E. Walker. I am so excited to be here as always to meet you around my kitchen table. Guess what y'all? For the next few shows, we are delving all the way in and throwing all the way back to some of your favorite episodes. For all of you all who are new around the kitchen table, you are in for a treat. All of you all who have already been here, guess what? Listen in and pull back out your CCNC journal that you are writing all of your notes in. I'd love to hear how you compare to then versus now. Welcome to episode number 47. We are in season two, y'all, almost in season three, but we are throwing it all the way back to season one, episode 14, where I had an amazing opportunity to chat with Deshaun Russell. Listen, because there's going to be some people on your train trashing the train. Yes. They're going to be like up yes. the seats. They're going to be spilling soda on the floor and then walking yes. through it. They're yes. going to be messing up the bathrooms. Those yes. people got to get off the train. I, I can't tell you everything about this power woman. You have got to listen in. But the story and our connection is so amazing. You guys are going to be cracking up. I tell you, God works in such mysterious ways. We talk about walking into it scared. We talk about who's on your train. And sometimes you got to open up the doors and let people out, especially as we look to pop into this new year nice and bright. We talk about all the things, not liking your job, really understanding, like, am I really working in my purpose? She asked this phenomenal question. Is what I am doing right now, what I want to be doing 40 years from now? Mm, come on now. Let's talk about it. Get all the way into it. <laughs> Hey, change agents, it's Lolita E. Walker of lolitawalker.com, and I am so excited about today's episode. As always, we are jumpstarting our coaching cocktails and conversations with a powerful affirmation from Walker and Walker Enterprises. We're going to ground ourselves and our discussion. So are you ready? I am worthy. I am enough. I am the greatness others may not yet see. And this is perfect for today as we talk about how getting clear can reroute you and your story. I'm going to gift this to you one more time so you can truly feel the power and the passion behind this affirmation. I am worthy. I am enough. I am the greatness others may not yet see. Oof. When you are ready to pull out the greatness of who you are each day, grab your 40 deck of affirmation cards at lolitawalker.com slash shop. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. Hey, everyone. I hope I am finding you with the cobwebs clear on those thinking caps because today I have a few nuggets to pour into you as we talk about how getting clear can actually reroute your journey. So before we go too far, let me just say hey to all of you all who are returning. I already know you have pulled up your comfy seat. I know. And a huge welcome to those of you all who are here for the first time. Thank you so much for stopping by. I so appreciate it. Listen, on this podcast, we break things down into three layers. First, there's coaching. Now, this is where I gift you a little bit of soul work to challenge your thinking. Just a little bit. Next, there's cocktails. Now, there is no judgment here. Whether you're drinking water, tea, 
a smoothie, or something stronger. We are here to celebrate the greatness of who you are when you step to any personal or professional table. And finally, there are conversations. Now this is where we have some good old-fashioned chats, either with just me or I have a special invited guest. And today, I am welcoming Mr. Sean Russell. Now, let me tell y'all a little bit about this power woman right here. She was a math teacher who had a child at 40, realized she hated her job, so she quit at 45, asked herself how she wanted to spend her next 40 years, and it was in that moment that she decided to get clear and bet on her. Scary, right? I know, I know. And what I also know is that some of y'all went wide on those eyes when you heard those ages. (laughs) You might've even opened up your mouth just a little bit. (laughs) But now she is betting on not only herself, but also on her employees and her business as she builds her black owned candle enterprise. Now, Southern Elegance Candles, you know, the business that you've heard on the onset of a few past episodes, right? Well, Let me tell you this funny story real quick. When I received a call back from Deshaun to let me know that she received my email, right, about being a sponsor, I was so excited. (laughs) You would have thought that Oprah and Michelle were ringing my doorbell. Seriously, that's how excited I was. I'm pretty sure that the conversation went something like this. For real, thank you so much. Then I remember going on to say, congratulations, you are my first sponsor. And I told her, imagine balloons and confetti just coming down on you right now. Congratulations. And as we both cracked up, right, all I could see inside of my head, you know how at the end of World of Dance or America's Got Talent, when you have a winner and all of this gold confetti just comes down. Yes, it was because seriously, in that moment, I wanted to just let her know how very special this moment was. So one of the reasons that I can't wait to talk to her doing conversations is not only to recount this story and see if she really remembers it, (laughs) but it's also because I cannot wait for her to share her story with all of you all. It is just truly amazing. When I went on her website, the thing that came to my mind right away was, wow, look at how clear she is and look at how that clarity helped to reroute her and to reroute her story. And there you have it. That was the title of this episode. You know, when I talk to my clients, I talk to them about getting clear, getting clear on where it is they want to go. Because the reality is, if we're not very clear on where we want to go, what happens? We'll end up all types of lost, right? We'll be going the wrong direction, making U-turns where they are unnecessary. We'll be in the wilderness somewhere. You just lose all sense of direction. Or it's so much chaos that surrounds us and we can't really move. We get stuck. It's like we're in this quicksand and we're slowly going down or we're in this mud and we, we can't move our feet. We're just drudging, drudging, drudging. And so this is all about figuring out how we can get clear, number one. And then it's about how now we can use that clarity to then reroute ourselves and then our story. You remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about writing and owning your journey. So this is absolutely perfect because you know, as always, every single topic is intertwined when it comes to this show. So let's go. You ready to get into some coaching? I know for sure I am, but not before we hear from our sponsor. The Southern Elegance Candle Company brings you modern value and Southern charm. They make more than just candles, y'all. They create and capture the moments that are most important in our lives. Imagine walking into a room and instantly smelling the aromas of some of their signature scents. Mmm. 
They're offering up sweet tea, magnolia blossom, and apple and bourbon, and that's only a few. Then let's talk about their holiday collection of sweet potato and brown sugar, pumpkin souffle, and caramel latte. And guess what? That's only the beginning of the long lineup of moments that they are inviting us to experience through amazing scents. For a bit of Southern hospitality and the comforts of your home, head on over to Southern Elegance Candle Company at secandleco.com. And don't forget to use our special promo code at checkout. Enter Kitchen Table for your 20% savings. Good for a single use. Okay, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this first layer of coaching. So let me ask you this. How often have you been moving and moving and moving and it seems like not a thing is getting done? (laughs) How often have you procrastinated and procrastinated to only realize that you have absolutely no idea what your original goal was? But you know for sure that you must be doing all of this stuff right away and right now and only you can do it. (laughs) Have you ever been there? Okay, let's say you haven't. No problem. Well, then let me ask you this. How many times have you been so overwhelmed at your to-do list that you simply end up sitting still and then letting opportunity after opportunity pass you by? We don't have time for that. Now, I know I'm not the only one who has been here before, right? Or maybe I am. Maybe I am. There is absolutely no judgment. But I hope you can admit that you too have been here maybe once or twice. So from Coach Lolita's perspective, you already know where I'm going next, right? Particularly if you've been here before. Yeah, I'm going to share my change train motto. Repeat after me. It is time to gift myself permission to pause. Yes, it is time to gift yourself permission to pause. Now, this does not mean that you have to stop everything. No, it simply means that you want to give yourself room to breathe, to reassess what's going on, and then to outline a clear course of action of where you want to go. It's meant to give you that time to simply sit back and remember your why so that it can drive you to your what and your how. This soul work is not new to some of you all who have been around, but if you have my book, The Intersection of You and Change, or you're a client of mine, I've already welcomed you aboard Lolita's Change Train, at least a time or two, right? (laughs) Even in my newsletter, I'm saying welcome aboard Lolita's Change Train because it is here that we navigate all of the nuances of change together. All right. So the real question is, why are you doing this thing? Why are you driving this train? Why is it important? Why is it helping you to get to your final destination? So on your soul work page today within your CCNC journal that you downloaded already from lolitawalker.com slash podcast, let's go ahead and draw a train. Now this train is a VIP train, y'all. Okay. It has your name in script across the sides and it's a luxury experience. It has all the amenities that you would want at this premier cross country train. We fancy y'all. Yep. It's not expecting to make any stops necessarily, but you are the conductor. So what does that mean? It means that you reserve the right to stop at any moment and for any reason because it's yours, right? (laughs) If you are unable to download the journal, no problem. Just think through the exercise with us and grab it whenever you can. Now today we are talking about clarity. So let's imagine this. Let's imagine your luxury train experience will be for the remaining months of the year because we want to get clear. So how long are you going to be on this train? So you're going to be on here till December. So count out those months based on when you're listening to this podcast episode. Okay, now you have everything you need aboard this train. And if you don't, guess what? It's sold right on board. So there's nowhere that you need to go. You have only invited five folks 
who you have handpicked, okay, for your journey. So you know who they are. And I want you to write those five names down. Now, let's write down where your train is headed. Remember, this train is journeying where you want to be by the end of this year, okay? So what do you have down already? On your paper, you have already drawn this luxury train liner. It's real fancy, okay? It has your name scripted on the side. You've invited five folks who you already have listed. You've written down the destination of where you want to be by December of this year. That's right in front of you, so you could be real clear. Now go ahead and write down what you will be doing when you reach this destination. I want you to be ready with your plan. You've locked this destination and now we are ready to go. Now press pause if you need some more time to think about all of what you're writing down, okay? Now imagine that we've been traveling now for a few weeks. You know your destination, you on your way, you got the folks that you chose on board with you, y'all having a real good time. You've had time to pause for a little bit and you pass through some really beautiful mountains. You've seen these amazing sunsets and you've done a bit of self-discovery. You've learned a couple things. You even learned a little bit more about the folks that's already on your train. And let's just say you picked up maybe like a technical certification while you've been on this train. Look at you. Congratulations. (laughs) Now you have stopped a few times. You let some folks on. You still pushing forward. Some folks decided that they wanted off. They didn't want to go with you on a journey. Okay, now the train breaks down. But while you're broken down, you meet this other train conductor. Now they've been sharing all of these things that they've learned along their journey. And then they give you some tricks and some tips and some strategies that they've experienced, right? So now you couple that with the stuff you've already learned and the stuff that you already knew when you first got on board and you get back on your train and now you're thinking differently, okay? You are ready to reroute. Because of what you've learned, you're looking at some of those folks a little differently on your train because now you recognize that they haven't really been supporting you on this journey. The lessons were within their wheelhouse, perhaps, but you just realized that they hadn't shared any of this good information that this conductor had just shared with you, but yet they possess it. How is that possible? Now, as a side note, we often find ourselves here because we put expectations on others based on how we would treat or do things for other people. Mm -mm. Now, that's a whole nother episode. We have all been there. And if we really sit down and pause, they might not have ever supported you in the same type of way. But the good news is that you are the conductor aboard this train and now you have a different lens and now you can make the choice on whether or not this person is going to be on your train or off your train. So let's keep going. They may be on a train, maybe they eating up all the food you got in stock, but they haven't put forth any effort to help out. Whatever the case is, you've decided that at the next stop, you are letting them off the train. And that is absolutely okay, because guess what? It's your train. Okay, so let's summarize on where we are. This is what we have learned aboard our change train. You ready? I'm sure you got it too. It's five strategies that I'm leaving you with today. The first is all about being clear. Clarity is nothing without context. We talked about that. Knowing where it is that you're going and why. Okay. next is that we are laying out a plan. We want to be clear and comprehensive and pulling on the resources that we need to make this action plan and get some moving. Okay. we want to see that. And then we want to ask for help when it's time to move forward. Next, we want to execute our plan. We want to get on our train and we want to move this train forward. Simply put, do what you said you were going to do. Commit to it and go. 
We don't have time to be sitting around in complacency. We don't have time to allow people to be on our train that are not supporting us in the ways that we need the support. And by the way, we need to make sure that we're communicating what the support looks like. So in your plan, make sure you have a communications plan because that is so important. For that, A, we want to assess our progress. There is nothing like assessment. You want to see how you're doing against where your plan of action is, right? We said that we're going to be on this train until the end of the year. So at some points, we want to go ahead and take an intentional break. And that is us checking in. That's us tuning up the train. It makes sense, right? So that's assessing our progress. And then we always talk about celebrating our wins and recognizing the good that is coming out of all of the work that you're doing. It's so important that you set these milestones, you assess them, and then you celebrate Make the time to celebrate your milestones, no matter how small they are. All right. (laughs) You know, I'm a broken record on that. I believe in it so much. And then finally, that last R when we talk about being clear is that we want to revise it and roll with it. We're not going to spend tons and tons of time right here. After our assessment is done, we're going to put it back to action. We're going to start with that train one more time because we have revised it based on the data that we already have with our new crew on board and we are rolling with it, right? We don't want to be doing any non-value added tasks. We do not have time for that. Remember your goal and your why. Be sure that your plan adds up. Make sure you have an accountability partner who you're checking in with. And if you don't, guess what? Coaching with Lolita is always available. So go ahead and go to lolitawalker.com slash coaching because I am here to be your accountability partner. I'm here to allow you to come on board Lolita's change train because I have a strategy that will absolutely help you get to where you want to go. And sometimes, like we're talking about, it's all about clarity. It's all about having a coach and somebody who's going to work side by side to hold your feet to the fire. And that is absolutely okay. So that is how we're getting clear. That's our soul work for today. So when you walk away and you have some time to think, I want you to help get yourself clear because we got places to go and people to see. (laughs) You ready for some cocktails? I know I sure am. Let's go. So now that we are clear, we are celebrating today. Hmm. What are some of my small wins? Ah, yes. I am raising a glass to my episodes finally being transcribed. Yes, y'all, I got your messages and it is ready. It is on my website, lolitawalker.com slash podcast, where you can download all of the episodes transcriptions. I'm super excited about that. So cheers. Another cheers is me expanding my podcast reach. Guess what, y'all? We are now in 15 countries. Okay, did you hear that? 15 countries. This is three more than my milestone. Yes. Cheers. This is so interesting. I'm so excited. So after the US, the next top listenership is Ireland and Germany. Hey, y'all. And then in the US, the top cities are Fort Washington, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, and Virginia Beach, Virginia. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And then a super special shout out to Trinidad and Tobago. Welcome, y'all. Now, Trinidad and Tobago, my best friend is from there. And that is absolutely on my must visit list. I cannot wait because after this coronation, I am headed that way. Well, after Jamaica, my family's from Jamaica. So I've promised my son that we are headed that way first, but right after. And I'm so excited. So thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you being there. Cheers. 
Finally, oh, I'm giving a cheers to my son. Okay, he is ready for the third grade. And I'm too pumped. We have our virtual space together. He is ready to go. Got his computer set up. Pencils are sharpened. And I am giving a cheers to my third grader. Hey, Walker. Hey, mommy. Cheers. Cheers. Now, I didn't forget about y'all. I am also raising a glass to each of you for thinking through your change train. Yes, you are showing up as the renewed conductor. Now you have your courage and your increased confidence to stop your train whenever necessary. Okay, you're going to let folks on and off because you are in charge of that train. Cheers to you. And also a cheers to you for sticking in there. Listen, some of y'all have been with me for 13 episodes and I am so appreciative. Some of you have written me five-star reviews and I love it. Keep them coming in. Cheers to all of you who show up and show out when you come here. Cheers to all of you all who take these little nuggets and you go off and you implement them and integrate them into your everyday. That's what this show is all about. So thank you. And here is a cheers to all of you. And my final cheers is to all of you all who are showing up at my CC and C Zoomcast every other Wednesday. So here's a super shout out and cheers to Anika who has been on every single Zoomcast since its inception. Okay. That was five months ago. So thank you, Kanika, for always showing out. And here is a plug. Kanika has also started her Hey Soror greeting cards for all of our HBCU Greeks. Check her out. Now, are y'all ready to finally hear from Mr. Sean Russell? I know I am. Let's go. Hey, Deshaun, and welcome to my kitchen table. How are you today? Hello, I am doing wonderful, and I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yes. Well, I'm delighted to have you here as well. And before you joined us today at the kitchen table, I was telling everybody what a treat it was that our first podcast sponsor was joining us today, and I am just in love with your story. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me here. I just really love your podcast and your mission and everything that you do. And you know, as soon as you contacted me, I was like, yes, I'm in. Whatever I need to do. <laughs> you were. And I told the story about how I was so excited that I said, imagine confetti and balloons just falling right now because that's how pumped up I was. So as an entrepreneur, I appreciate you trusting me with your brand and allowing it to be featured on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So let's talk about your story. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Wow. So I always wonder, like, where do I start with this story? (laughs) Because I started doing things on the side right after I had my son. And I had a baby at 40. Very unexpected. I was going crazy sitting at home being a stay-at-home mom. I took a job just to kind of get out the house and learn how to make just a bunch of stuff just to kind of keep myself occupied. And then I started giving these lotions, body butters, sugar scrubs, just you know, random stuff. My coworkers and they were like, yeah, that stuff is good. But those candles that you make are amazing. I started selling the candles um, at the flea markets and stuff like this. Mind you, it wasn't uh, Southern elegance at that time. It was just like a little hobby thing that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Then one day I walked into that job and I was like, I hate these people. I hate this job. I can't come back up in here. Principal at the time said something slick to me. And I was like, I don't know who she thinks she's talking to. Mm -hmm. So I quit. And I was like, I'm done. I'm just done with this. And went full time. At that time, I was about 45. And I said, I got 40 good years ahead of me. How do I want to spend my next 40 years? 
And I just said, I'm going to just bet on black. I'm going to take all my chips. I'm going to bet on me. I'm not going to wait to be chosen, to be the next whatever, to be promoted, to be uplifted, to be recognized. I'm not going to wait for anybody else to choose me. Yes. And that was it. And I said, I think I'm smart enough to build a company. Yes. You know, when I went to your website and I saw your story, what pulled me in was that what you were clear on, if I'm smart enough to learn calculus, guess what I'm smart enough to do is build this company. And that to me just hit me at my core. It gave me those gooseys and those shivers because I said, this woman right here is an example of perseverance and is an example of clarity. Talking about that clarity right now, because you pulled me all the way in. You know, I talked to the listeners that's joining us at this kitchen table just about getting clear and why that's so important. But talk to me about in your mind, why is it so important on getting clear on where you want to go and what you want to have? I think as a Black woman in particular, we are pulled in a million different directions. And we are kind of taught to put everybody else's needs above our own. Well, for the last 20 years... I put my husband's career ahead of mine, support him and build him up. And then he came home one day and was like, I don't want to be married no more. If I had not started the company, I would have been totally, totally lost. And even after I had my son, I put my son's needs and wants ahead of my own. I took care of him first because as a mother, that's just what you do. So I think that at some point in time, we have to recognize that self-care is not selfish. We need to know what we need in order to survive emotionally, psychologically, mm-hmm. financially. We need to know what do I need to move through the world? And am I willing to risk everything mm-hmm. to put myself first? There came a time when I was at a job that I hated. I was just like, I can't take it. I, like literally, I, I quit. Then it became now, what are you going to do? What am I going to do with my life? I was in grad school working on my doctorate in ed leadership. I had quit an assistant principal position when I got pregnant. I was deep into education. And now all of a sudden, I had no idea what I was going to do. So if you go through life listening to everybody else, Mm -hmm. you're never going to feel fulfilled. And then the moment that I said, you know what, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. And everybody that shows up at my table has to be serving love Mm -hmm. or they can't eat. Yes. Period. And that became my mantra. So I said, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to go with this business. I'm going to see where it goes. So anybody that didn't support me starting this business, well, we can't be friends no more. We can't be cousins no more. We can't be nothing no more. Like seriously. And when my husband came home and was like, is me at a business? That was kind of like his ultimatum. I was like, well, I'm going to have to let you go because I've made up my mind that this is the thing that I am moving forward with in my life. I showed up for you and I supported you and all of your crazy decisions. And now it's my turn. And if you can't do it, I'm going to have to let you go. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about that is when those people move out of your space, it frees up the room for the other people to come in that is serving you the love that you need, the support that you need, the encouragement that you need. So for every naysayer that moves out, a cheerleader is going to move in. But we hold on to those naysayers so hard and think that they're giving us something when really they're just sucking the energy, the time and the life and our dream right out of our hand. So I just said, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to live that life anymore. Either you're going to show up and you're going to serve me love or I'm going to kick you out, kick you out the room, kick you you away from the table. You just can't eat with me. You just can't come on this ride. with. Oh, you said so many nuggets right there. Yes. 
a previous episode ago, I did who's at your playground and are they helping you? Are they hurting you? Are they there to support you? And to your words, are they serving you this love, the love that you need? Because when you look out and look at what you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to have, are they there? And do you want them there? I love that. And then when we talked about getting clear, I talked about, you know, having a context of what you want, then laying out this plan and executing the plan. And then sometimes you have to assess that plan and then revise it. Was there ever a time where you were doing this work in your entrepreneurship <laughs> and had to go back and revise the plan? Every day. Every, Every day. day. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that you do yourself a disservice if you go through your life and you don't revise your plan. Mm. It's not even about being an entrepreneur or being a mom or being a wife or being any particular thing. If you go through life and you don't have to reassess, you are not living a big enough life, period. Mm. At some point in time, what you think, what you believe and what you're doing should challenge your whole spirit. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then you know you're not doing enough. There should be a time in everyone's day or week where they're looking back saying, wow, am I capable of this? Should I do this? Is this challenging enough? If you're not living your life like that, then literally you're just coasting and you're never going to achieve greatness that way. You are sitting in the seat of complacency. You are. sitting right there. Mm -hmm. And yes, we are on the same wavelength. See, I knew it was something. I knew it was something. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that I definitely want to do on this podcast is really give people motivation and inspiration and then challenge their thinking to think about things a little differently. And I love what you said about getting clear. It's I am looking at where I want to be. And this right here is not it. Something you said was 40 years from now, can I still be doing this? And if the answer is no, then do something about it. What are some things that you tell your employees, your family members, your friends, just about challenging themselves to leap a little bit further? You know, so I was um, I worked in education and I was a math teacher for most of that time. I worked as an assistant principal and a teacher coach also. The vast majority of my career was working as a math teacher. Most of my students would walk in saying, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can do it and I'm going to teach you how to do it. Yeah. You just have to believe in me. I wouldn't tell them to believe in themselves because they came in already not believing in themselves. But I said, if you believe in me and believe that I can teach you, then we can go and we can do this. By the end of the year, all of my kids had learned something new. And a lot of them still reach back to me now and say, look at what you did. And I'm like, no, actually you did it. But I think that is difficult because we come in with all of these preconceived notions about who we are as a woman, as a mom, as an employee, whatever the voices are in our heads telling us who we are. And it's very difficult to challenge those narratives. I'll tell them, listen, I'm about to put you in a leadership position. I know you don't think you can do it, but you can. And then I push them every day to reevaluate how they see themselves. I push them every day to say that voice in your head that is telling you that you are not qualified, that you're not smart enough, that you're not good enough. That voice is a lie. And I am telling you that you are in this position It's a huge position and you need to grow into it. And I believe in you. But I think too many times we don't have those people around us to rewire that brain pattern that we have established. Getting rid of the naysayers, like that is the single most important thing that you can do. If you have people around you that are just negative Nancy's, they always see the bad in a situation. They never can see the good in people. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a certain amount of practicality that's got to exist in people. There are just some people that are always going to reinforce the negative voice that you hear in yourself. I had to let those people go. 
and surround myself with people that really, when I'm feeling down, would cheer me on. There's a saying like, look at the five people you hang around and however they are, you're number six. So if you're hanging around five broke friends, you can pretty much guarantee (laughs) you're pretty broke too. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's a lot of truth to that. So I think that you have to slowly start rearranging your whole life to support the vision that you have. It's hard to wear Gucci if everybody else around you is wearing Target. That's just what it is. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. I, I, you know, I shop at Target. It's a mentality that comes around it. If you want to be prosperous, you have to be around prosperous people, period. Now, I got a friend. He got more money than I probably ever have. And he still drives some raggedy truck. But his mentality is all about prospering and he has a very unique perspective about running businesses and how to be successful in business. So the external accoutrements, they're nice. They're not necessary. It's really about a mentality that people have when they come to the cake. And it's hard letting people go. But I'm telling you, the moment that they are gone, it has been so many times I have let a situation go or a person go and immediately the right person steps in that space. But you got to clear the space first. Hands down. I love that. You said a couple of things there, too. And what I chatted with people about is imagine yourself on what I call a change train. And this train is moving forward. This train is moving forward. Just like any navigation, where is it supposed to be headed? You are the conductor upon this train. And you've got to know where it is that you think you want to go so that you can start to lead the train in that direction. And guess what? It is your choice to let people off your train. You can stop that train at any time and let people off your train. So to that point right there, you stop your train, you let them off your train, and then you allow the other people that are there to support you that are in higher positions that you are, that are where you want to be, that are already there on your train so that then they can help you to propel, right? Listen, because there going to be some people on your train trashing the train. Yes. They're going to be cutting like up yes. the seats. They're going to be spilling soda on the floor and then walking yes. through it. They yes. gonna be messing up the bathrooms. Those yep. people got to get off the train. Those people. Then people will the come train. on that repair the damage that those people just did. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you need. So yeah, they got to get off. And then you, when you stop and you see somebody about to get on, you can stop them, honey. This is yeah. not the train for you. This is not the train for you. This is nope. not your train. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> we full. This one full. Yeah. Just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So you ain't got to let them on. You can kick them off. You yeah. can determine who you need. I mean, it is entirely up to you to create the life that you want. Yes. And the fear, I think what I've shared with them is that sometimes fear tries to block your way. It is going to come, but you need to look on down, grab that courage, grab that courage right there and walk into it because you are strong in your foundation. You are strong in what you're standing on right now. And when, when I think you talked about earlier about just knowing your strengths, you didn't use that word, but that's how I took it. It's knowing your strengths and what you're really good at. And once you know that, And now you're affirming yourself. It was confidence that you were talking about. Really telling your employees that I know you don't see it right now, but let me show you what I see in you. This is why you're in this position. And as you continue to showcase their strengths to them and then show them how they demonstrated it, honey, mm, I love it. I walk in here scared every single day day. and I do it scared. I never know if it's going to be successful. Nobody knows. We're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Yes. Nobody expected this. There are going to be things that happen every single day that is unexpected. There are going to be things, there are going to be challenges that I accept that I have no idea 
if we can do it in the beginning. I just be like, yes, we're going to do it. And then we play, figure out a way to make it happen. But in the beginning, when I've said yes to some very huge, gigantic projects that we have in the works, and I said yes to three back to back. And my team was like, really? This, this, what, this what you want to do? I'm like, yeah. And if another one comes, guess what? I'm going to say yes to that one too. And we're going to figure it out. And if you're not ready for this challenge, you don't have to stay here. You don't have to work here. But this is what I'm telling you. It's going to be a challenge like this every day where we're trying to figure out how we're going to do something gigantic. I'm not saying no to anything. I'm saying yes to every opportunity. And we are going to do it scared, all of us. Me as the leader, I'm going to be the scaredest one because I feed all of you. I pay all of you. Your families depend on me. So when I fail, I don't just fail myself. I fail 20 other people and I figure it out scared. And then I get on the other end of it and I'm like, oh, Lord, look at that. And then I take on the next challenge. Now, let me ask you this. Do you celebrate your wins? I don't celebrate the wins enough for myself. I celebrate them all the time. They tell me I don't celebrate me enough. And I think that just goes back to being a Black woman. We're, you know, we're the mule of society. I say that all the time. We are what keeps everything together. I adopted that attitude just by default in my business. I'm the mule of the company. I keep everything going. Everybody knows that they can get on my back and this thing is going to keep going. So I celebrate them all the time. We are always having a good time here. But what I have to do, I have to hire a coach to help me celebrate my wins. Absolutely. So she does for me what I do for my team, because if it was left up to me, me paying everybody, like that's what I'm supposed to do. Selling candles, that's what I'm supposed to do. Building an empire, that's what I'm supposed to do. Being a role model to my community, that is what I am supposed to do. Celebrating you is what you are supposed to do. So but then having a party you, doing that, I don't, you listen, know. it doesn't know. need to be a party. Well, I'm you know. so glad to hear you say that you have a coach. And the reason that I say that is because we need a partner that's going to help us to know that we're worth being poured into. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that she is there for you because celebration doesn't necessarily mean a party, but it does mean being intentional that you have hit a milestone that you have created not only for yourself and your business, but for your team. I love the fact that you said, I don't celebrate myself enough. And I knew that, which is why I asked the question, because you rolled over that real quick. I'm like, hold up. Let's go back a little bit. I just want to encourage you. We won't stay here too long because I know that there's somebody already ready to pump you up and celebrate those wins with you. But I just want to encourage you to find those moments when you hit major milestones to take time for you. For me, let me give you an example. I get crab legs, a cocktail, and a piece of cake anytime I hit zero, zero, zero for whether it's listenership whether it's money coming in, whatever that is. And so whatever your milestones are, and I know you have plentiful because you are big, bad, and bold, honey. Remind yourself to celebrate you, okay? You know, I, I, I struggle. It, it's weird. It's so funny that we're talking about this because I think a lot of people struggle Absolutely. with um, celebrating milestones. It feels egotistical mm-hmm. and braggadocious. Mm-hmm. So I was working with my coach and we set my goals for the year. I hit almost all of those goals in about four or five months, even like during the pandemic. And so I was talking about what I was getting ready to do. And she was like, absolutely not. She was like, you are the only person that I've ever worked with that set goals, set their intention and then blew them out the water. She said, number one, you're thinking too small. If you met all of your goals in less than half a year, Mm -hmm. then you're thinking entirely too small. You need to set much, much higher goals. And she was like, you need to go buy a Jag. And I was like, I'm not ready to buy the Jag. She said, but you set these parameters and said, when you hit them, this was how you're going to celebrate. You're going to buy you a Jag. Absolutely. 
And it took me a while to actually buy the freaking Jag, even though I could. And it was in recognition of all that I had done. And I had been talking about it for years, literally. I would tell people, if you ever seen me in the Jag, you already know. <laughs> I'm doing it. I, we are doing it. Like, we, Southern elegance is it. If you see me in the Jag. <laughs> now, when I go out of my garage and I see my Jag, I'm like, oh my God, isn't she so pretty? I take a picture in the air week, post it on my Facebook page. I'll be like, here's a picture of me and my jazz. I think it's important. But if I didn't have somebody pushing me to yeah. celebrate me, I'd still be driving my Buick, period. And I think it is, one, love your coach. What I will say is exactly as you did before, it is not about the Jag or about my 2009 Honda that I'm going to drive until the wheels fall off. Right? <laughs> it's not about that. It is about you setting a goal for yourself when you achieve these major milestones that you equated major milestones for you and you hit them in record time. So what she's saying is, guess what? That end goal, that end thing, that end Jaguar that you said you wanted, bam, put it right here. And we're going to move on, which is what you wanted mm-hmm. to do. But you want, you want to achieve that one right there. Yeah. And I love it. Congratulations. That is Thank major. you. Yes. You just got to set out what you want to do for the next half of the year. How you want to celebrate that one? We already crossed the milestone already. It's been it's been crazy. Every time I set a goal, it's been amazing how quickly we hit it. It's it's just been it's been pretty incredible. And I'm not, you know, there's some days that I'm like, I'm just not sure what's happening. And I swear I think and so many of us suffer from this. It's like when it's good, we're expecting the bottom to fall out. And so like there's some days like I'll say, Okay, this is what I want to happen. And then I was talking to one of my employees about being one of the top 10 employers in my county. She was like, I think you're already there. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I think you're already there. And so we started Googling and I was like, wow, that's another milestone that I can check off. Okay, what something bad about to happen? And I'm sure I'm not the only one. And I wish I knew like what to do to get out of this mindset where I can't just sit down and enjoy the success. I can't just sit down and enjoy all of the things that are happening. It's like in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking something like negative, something bad. What? What's The shoe is going to drop eventually. The bottom is going to fall. It can't be this good. We can't keep. And then my team rallies around me to be like, hey, we don't know why you're thinking this, but I think it's something about we're not allowed to just sit in that happiness and that success and feel good about it. I don't know. It's just weird. And I suffer from it. I, and I think I don't think that I am the only you one that does. You are absolutely not alone. So let me tell you this. I've worked predominantly with women. And the reason is exactly the reason is because of what you're saying right now. It is because as busy women, we're nurturers innately. We were born as a nurturer, right? We give so much of ourselves to everybody else that very rarely do we pour that same energy, that time, that resource, all of that greatness back inside of ourselves. We know that we can do it because guess what? We're going to make it happen. You've already said that a million times before as we just did this episode. So I know that you're saying it every single day. We are going to make this happen. And you've demonstrated it, right? So yes, we know these things. But what you also said is that when we look at our wins, what happens? We think we're bragging. We feel like we're showboating. It's not time for us to tell and brag our story because we have these other people under us. So yes, you're not alone. Women suffer from this immensely. And what I will tell you is that the way that I say, and I'm sure your coach will help to coach you on this as well, is that we sit in the power of our pause. And when you allow yourself to sit in that uncomfortable space, that's when you become your most creative self. That is when you come up with these ideas that's pushing your limits. That's when you're ready to say yes. 
Because I guarantee you, you don't really say yes to every single thing that knocks on your doorstep. You're very strategic in what you choose because you are starting to think big. You are being intentional on where it is you want to go. And although you don't have it up, you have your goals. I don't know if you do a vision board. I believe in it. But what I tell you is that when those things are clear and you can celebrate those wins when you get there, honey, you are going to celebrate. So give yourself that space because you are absolutely worth it. And you're not alone. So I said all of that to say that I I love the work that you're doing and how vulnerable you make yourself to continue to grow as your business grows. It's so exciting to me. So we do this come as you are round and I'm going to fire these questions at you and you just answer. Okay. Ready? All All right. Why is the work you do so important and so full of impact? Two main reasons. Number one, I employ people. And so I make a difference, a tangible difference in the lives of families. So that's number one. And that's really what drives me or my employees. And number two, I build a different kind of community. Our tagline for the company is modern value, Southern charm. So Southern elegance is not about old South living. It's really about embracing everybody that lives here and everybody that has created this kind of regional culture that we have. So that means black, white, um, Hispanic. Uh, male, female, transgender, gay, straight. Our brand is about building a full community and recognizing everybody that is in that community. So it's twofold on, on that level. I love it. What's one strength that you bring to the table in your work every single day, but you had not always recognized that it was a strength? Smart. I'm super duper smart. My employees can pretty much come and ask me any question and I and I have an answer for them. Sometimes it amazes me that I know as much as I do, quite frankly. I'm just smart. And if I need to learn something, I can learn it very quickly and implement it very quickly. Absolutely. You see how easy that was for you to say? I am smart. I implemented and hashtag bam is done. Yeah. That's because you bad, girl. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> yes, I love it. What is one barrier that is sometimes still in the way of you leaping beyond where you stand today? The only barrier that that exists are the ones that I create. And so my goal every day is to make sure that I'm not being the barrier for myself. In fact, I had a a conversation with one of my employees today. I said, honey, the reason you're not growing is because of you. It's not because of anybody else in this building. So I try to live that same mantra. I don't see any reason why we can't be as big as Yankee Candle. I really don't. Absolutely. I love that. And then we give a cheers here at Coaching Cocktails and Conversations about our wins, about our takeaways. So what is a cheers that you can leave our audience with today? Cheers to all of the listeners recognizing that everything that you need is already in you. It's just a matter of you acknowledging it and manifesting it. I love it. You have been such an amazing guest. You've been inspirational. You've been motivational. And guess what? You left some nuggets for everybody to walk away with. This is how you get clear. Stand in your greatness and then achieve beyond the barrier that you think is standing in front of you. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It has been so much fun. We have concluded another episode of Coaching, Cocktails, and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, The Intersection of You and Change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers.